He makes the magic happen for Devil's Digest. He's Hode Rabino with us here back on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Hode, thanks for a few minutes. How are you? Not problem. Thanks for having me uh, on board. And uh, uh, kind of ironic to hear a great decision from Utah talk about drought when I'm uh, here in the Phoenix desert. But uh, <laughs> I guess uh, it's crazy times all around right now. Yeah, it's been it's been nuts in our our state, Hode. Like the entire state, and I don't I don't know what the the criteria are, but the the red zone for drought, and it, it's been a huge deal here all summer long. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, we, uh, we just got back from Pac-12 Media Day a couple weeks ago. Uh, I'm sure you uh, had that covered top to bottom as well. It was fun talking to Coach Edwards and the players. But I want to uh, start with the, I guess, investigation uh, into the program. We asked Herm if it was going to be a distraction for this year's team. He was very adamant, even almost awkwardly so, that it was not going to be. Your thoughts on the investigation and the effects on the team this year? Yeah, I mean, I would say that um, what Herm said back then, we only had one coach on uh, paid leave is a whole lot different right now when you have three coaches uh, on paid leave. And honestly, just uh, looking at the um, also positions in question, um, on the one hand, you have a very veteran uh, defensive back group. I mean, there's literally over 20 years of experience with the four starting defensive backs for the Sun Devils. So maybe... uh, a coach like uh, Chris Hawkins um, n- not being on board anymore, it might be lesser of a blow. Uh, although I will say that in terms of uh, recruiting, uh, not having him as well as Prentice Gale on the staff is absolutely uh, instrumental uh, to the program and its recruiting efforts. But when it comes to the, to the wide receiver group, uh, that's uh, one group that, uh, quite honestly, the first week of fall camp did not impress at all. And hard to say that now that you're taking their position coach away, Prentice Gill, and uh, trying to put a uh, graduate assistant in, uh, in Bobby Wade, who granted is a, f- a former NFL wide receiver, uh, really interesting to see if the, if the wide receiver group can take that next step uh, forward. So I think it's uh, definitely going to have some kind of impact, probably more on recruiting than it would on, on, on the staff itself. But uh, nonetheless, uh, I think it would be naive to say that it would have uh, zero effect on the program right now. I wanted to ask you about that, Hode, because it seems to me like sometimes this this kind of uh, this cloud of doom can hang over a program when things aren't just so. And in this case, maybe not from a technicality standpoint as far as coaching goes or motivational standpoint, but do the players feel this? Do they feel it in a way that they'd be bummed about from a mental standpoint? Well, actually, uh, during Pac-12 Media Day, uh, one of the representatives for the team was uh, senior cornerback uh, Chase Lucas, who was about uh, to embark on his fifth straight year as a starter, something unheard not only at Arizona State, but really around the country for that matter. And uh, Chase Lucas talked about uh, having a meeting when uh, tight ends uh, coach um, Adam Brenneman was put on leave in the middle of July. And in that team meeting, he basically told his uh, teammates, said, look, the transfer portal is right there. If you want to leave, you, you, you can go ahead and leave right now. And uh, basically, n- nobody really uh, t- took him took him on that advice. And and I think that uh, does project some circling the wagons mentality, uh, if, 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 if you will, around the program. So I'd like to think that the players have been focused on whatever we've seen the first week of uh, fall camp before these, these uh, last two coaches have been uh, placed on leave. Uh, that really there was there wasn't anything that was affecting the players in terms of this NCAA review. 
Now, are we talking about a different landscape now that you have uh, both Prentons Gill and um, and Chris Hawkins being uh, put on paid leave? Uh, that's something that we're going to see in in the days and weeks to come uh, during during fall camp. But um, I definitely think that uh, there's definitely that uh, us against the world uh, mentality that the players really uh, have had um, ever since beginning of June when they answered the review into the program and the allegations of recruiting violations uh, first surfaced. So uh, maybe it's uh, really uh, right now just uh, par for the course for this Arizona State team to deal with another uh, measure of adversity um, off the field, and uh, we'll see uh, how, how they handle it. But again, I definitely wouldn't attribute anything that I've seen in fall camp uh, right now, uh, good or bad, as far as um, the uh, the players uh, being adversely affected or or being or being affected at all uh, by this by these latest uh, personnel moves. But uh, again, I think uh, the proof is going to be in the pudding uh, in terms of how fall camp uh, progresses. Are we seeing the um, necessary positions, necessary players really taking that step forward? And obviously, more importantly, when the 2021 season starts. Uh, do we see this Arizona State uh, team uh, playing according to the uh, high expectations that some uh, do have for them, or do they really uh, falter and really let this off-the-field adverse situation uh, affect them? You mentioned taking the next step, and I want to ask you about Jaden Daniels, who has proven that he's a more than capable quarterback, certainly capable of winning uh, Pac-12 football games. So what's what's the next step for him? What's the next thing he needs to put into his game to take uh, himself and the team to the next level? Well, I would say it's basically being more and more comfortable uh, with the uh, offensive uh, scheme that uh, now second-year offensive coordinator Zach Hill is trying uh, to, to implement there in Tempe. Uh, when you talk about the change um, at, at offensive coordinator, which obviously brings a change in philosophy, having the quote-unquote COVID year like everybody had last season uh, really uh, makes uh, matters uh, that, that, that much more complicated. And look, let's not forget it, uh, that uh, at the end of the day, Jenny Daniels uh, is, uh, is only a junior right now in his third year in the program. So it's not like he has a wealth of experience uh, under his belt. He obviously showed um, – Quite a few, uh, quite a bit of a promise uh, as a freshman. You know, I don't know really what to make of uh, anybody's sophomore year, and Jaden Daniels uh, really falls into that category. When you only play four games in your preseason uh, uh, schedule and preparation, going all the way back to spring practice is really turned up upside down. So, um, again, I just really think that you just want to seem to get more and more comfortable in this offensive scheme and really have that chemistry, have that cohesiveness with with his wide receivers. I will say that I'm not putting all the blame on Jaden Daniels because the wide receivers collectively as a group uh, really have been uh, far, far from even being uh, impressive uh, marginally uh, right now in full camp. Um, now, with only four practices in the book, uh, there's no reason to uh, raise any uh, red flags or push any panic buttons. But uh, this is definitely a group that you'd like to see for the next handful or so of practices, signs that the trajectory is as you expect it to be, and this group can slowly but surely uh, uh, turn the corner. So, it's really this, uh, I guess, symbiotic uh, relation relationship between Jaden Daniels and the wide receivers uh, to to get uh, more on the same page, just to really have that uh, vital, necessary o- offensive rhythm, which uh, right now we, we really haven't seen the first week of fall camp. I saw, speaking of Jaden Daniels, that he signed a deal with a pizzeria down there. 
Yes, 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 you did. Um, I can't say that I've uh, tried the pizza yet, but uh, seeing some fans <laughs> on social media, it's uh, quite, uh, quite, quite tasty and uh, tasty. I'm sorry, and if uh, the um, rave reviews of uh, the the pizza, the JD Five over here are uh, are going to match uh, Jaden Daniels' performances on Saturdays, then it should be a very good season for the Sun Devils, I guess. Jake, that's pepperoni, sausage, bacon, mushrooms, and extra cheese. Sounds good to me. Yeah. And customers can get an extra large of the specialty pizza for twenty five bucks. Sign yeah, I, I guess I, I guess I, I guess it would be a good a good keto diet if it didn't come on a pie, right? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask you. I mean, so many returning starters coming back. I mean, is what does the team feel like to you? Does this feel like a South Division champion? Uh, does it feel like a team that could win the conference? In, in my in my opinion, absolutely, and and that's uh, why I, I did pick him to win uh, the Pac-12 South, and I believe that he can also win the the Pac-12 as a whole. Now, sure, you have the caveat of what's going on right now off the field with the NCAA review, how much effect does or doesn't have on the team. But if you just look at the pure talent coming back, and and I'm not oblivious to the fact that every school in the Pac-12, every school around the country has those uh, super seniors right now because of the eligibility freeze that the NCAA instituted, that ASU isn't some unicorn out there having uh, 20 out of 22 uh, starters returning, but when you have so many proven players on defense and you have all 11 starters uh, coming back and, and you have just about a handful of players that uh, either have been on the um, postseason 2020 All-Pac-12 team or the preseason 2021 All-Pac-12 team and maybe a couple of players that probably should have been over there, this defense really just from, from defensive uh, line through linebacker through, through the secondary is absolutely stacked. And I would put it uh, against um, any, any offense in the Pac-12 and probably 90, 95% of the offenses out there in college football. Now, when you look at the other side of the, other side of the football, uh, sure, you, you got um, a great uh, great running back group with with uh, Demonte Trainham and, and Rashad White. Even though it was a shortened four-game season for the Sun Devils, I think uh, that those two players, who, by the way, were, were still newcomers last season, showed um, how explosive this ground attack can be uh, for the Sun Devils. You got the offensive line uh, literally returning uh, intact. In, in uh, Jaden Daniels, uh, definitely one of the better returning uh, uh, quarterbacks in the Pac-12. But uh, not to belabor the point, I think it really comes down to the, the, the wide receiver group, who uh, definitely uh, did play below average uh, last season. It's still a group that collectively is very young. Uh, the most experienced player is obviously somebody that uh, you guys there in Utah are very familiar with, and, and Brian Thompson. And I know that. Uh, he uh, didn't always have the uh, smooth career in Salt Lake City like many expected him to have. So maybe a change of scenery uh, helps him uh, really uh, uh, turn the page and, um, and play to his uh, full potential. But overall, it's really a group that is not uh, proven uh, through and through, definitely not have been there, done that uh, group collectively. And uh, that wide receiver, uh, in my opinion, and I went on record many times stating this, is the absolute X factor for Arizona State. If that uh, wide receiver group, can re- can play at a significantly better level than they did um, in in 2020. And just for reference, Jaden Daniels averaged only 175 passing yards uh, in, in last season. So that tells you a lot about uh, the wide receiver group uh, as a whole. But if that unit uh, can really play at at a higher level, I'm not even saying an exceptional level compared to 2020, then I think a lot of dominoes are going to fall in place uh, for Arizona State because again, uh, otherwise on offense. Uh, they are definitely stacked, and, and their defense, like I said, is 
really, really a, a, spe- a, a very special unit that uh, may be asked uh, to um, most Saturdays uh, to carry this team. And I think they're definitely capable with the level of talent they have. What's the vibe uh, on Herm Edwards? How are the Arizona State fans feeling about the job that he is doing? Well, I mean, I think the NCAA review probably skews that answer uh, somewhat uh, in, in the last couple of months. But I think up until then, they felt uh, that uh, this uh, machine was humming, uh, that it really was going in the right direction. Recruiting uh, was, was was really going well. And, you know, he, he's, he's yet to have a, a losing season uh, in, in, in Tempe. And some would say, okay, that's a pretty, pretty low bar. Uh, to begin with, to, to expect from a from a head coach, but uh, but then again, um, it's definitely not a given uh, in the Pac-12 or in any other Power Five conference, um, for that matter. So I, I think up until the NCAA review, uh, I think I think fans were excited of what with what Herm Edwards was building over here, and that uh, and that the talent um, on the field on Saturdays and the and the young talent that was coming uh, each and every season through the recruiting class uh, was was definitely pro- definitely promising, and you saw something special being built over here now with the answer to the review uh and uh the um three now assistant coaches that are placed on leave i think uh definitely uh have some fans really really souring on on herm edwards um thinking that uh, he should have known exactly what was going on with the program and that's probably a debate uh, for for a different for a different show and i don't know if there's really one right or wrong answer when it, when uh, when you pose that question to begin with so I think uh, there's fans that are really questioning everything about the program right now because of NCAA review, and that's uh, really a shame because I do think that this program definitely was uh, marching in the right direction in 2021. Uh, really should have been the season where everything uh, would come together for ASU, and then fans could see them really getting over the hump, uh, winning the Pac-12 uh, South only for the second time since, uh, the, since the 2013 season. and having a legit chance of winning the Pac-12, having a legit legit chance of winning the Rose Bowl. And, um, again, you just can't uh, overstate uh, the question, does the NCAA review, does the three assistant coaches being placed on on uh, paid admin leave, uh, do, do they really negate uh, to such a significant degree the pure talent that this team has? Because, again, I think that if you look at uh, the position by position, player by player, uh, this is definitely uh, not a group that's anywhere close to the middle of the pack. It's definitely uh, with the elite teams, I believe, in this conference. But, uh, again, uh, there's going to be uh, an absolute necessary amount of resiliency uh, from the players and uh, from the coaches to really put everything uh, aside. And if they can do that, then uh, maybe the fans' uh, perception of uh, Herm Edwards would, would change somewhat. But, like I said, everything that happened uh, since the beginning or since the middle of June – the NCAA review has, has come to light, uh, I'm sure has changed the opinion and the perception of some fans of Herm Edwards. I think you've really hit the nail on the head. That is the question of the day. I mean, because this team, like you said, is is really talented. Can they overcome? Can they be resilient enough to, to power through this? That's, that's really uh, the question I have. Jake, uh, you heard Hody talked about Rashad White. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whether uh, Herm is uh, – whether he likes to sort of use hyperbole a lot. <laughs> but Jake and Hode, did you see that Herm compared Rashad White to Marcus Allen? 
It's a high standard. That's a high standard, but is it? Do you see any truth in that, Hode? Well, I just feel like, uh, in terms of, I would say, just the physical attributes, that he's definitely uh, one of the, one of the uh, taller uh, running backs out there. That really, you know, more glides um, north and south rather than just uh, punishing, um, you know, linebackers or anybody else. That, that, that's that's really standing in his way. So, in in terms of running style, I do see that. Um, I would I would probably bring maybe a, a uh, an example that's more recent and closer to home and maybe not the caliber of Marcus Allen in in, in Marion Grice who was an important cog uh, in that uh, 2013 ASU team that did win the Pac-12 South. Uh, just having um, a, a running back who is not imposing athletically uh, is not somebody that's going to run a 4-3-40 out there, but uh, just like I said, just really just just, uh, just glides north and south. Uh, with, with with the ball um, is is athletic enough to um, to really juke uh, juke defenders uh, in his way and and just really uh, and just really a, a bona fide playmaker and really a home run hitter every every time he touches the ball so I think Rashad White is definitely one of the better running backs that ASC has seen in a while and I think the Pac-12 has, has seen in a while as well ironically uh, was a what was a, was a UCLA commit. Uh, that uh, ended up uh, decommitting and and uh, and joining the Sun Devils pretty late in the process. Uh, he uh, committed to ASU uh, just about uh, three months after the uh, signing period in in February. So uh, he, he's definitely a, a very very special running back. Showed a lot uh, in in 2020. Averaged 10 yards a carry. Uh, that 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 really says a lot uh, right there. And again, let's not forget it was a, it was a small sample size. The guy was still a newcomer to the Pac-12. Uh, last season, and I, I could see him uh, definitely turning in even a better season now. Uh, now that everything is more or less hopefully uh, back back to normal, but he's absolutely a, a very very special running back, and it's hard for me to imagine ASU taking that next next step and winning the Pac-12 South without uh, Rashad White uh, uh, spearheading uh, the, the offense, let alone the ground attack. Hode, thank you very much for jumping on with us. Looking forward to uh, chatting with you again during the season. My pleasure, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Hode. That's uh, Hode Rubino from Devil's Digest talking a little Arizona State. More Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.